0: Comedy Filmers episode 494. Countdown.
1: It's really getting close to episode 600. Next week? Yeah, it is. Next week is it. You know, Next we've got one last one. studio show and then a, uh, um, you know, a big live show. Unless, unless my Kickstarter funds. And then there will be a bonus episode, Star Wars spoiler app, if you guys can make it
0: happen if you guys spun this kickstarter we will see well i'm gonna see star wars no matter what but we'll actually do we'll do a
2: spoiler up an
1: extra
0: spoiler up if Mm. not december 12th is our final episode yes
2: you know there was a terminally ill guy who got to see the movie did you hear about that they brought star Mm. wars maybe you could get him to give you the spoilers, <laughs> <laughs> do the episode. I
1: don't know. As, a, as a guest. He's do
2: me a solid. solid.
0: Yeah. He's probably cool with that. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's the person you really want to ask a favor Yeah, from. hey, yeah. I hate
0: to put you out. Yes. Um, but
1: but I know the, you're busy.
0: I know. But we're ending our podcast after <laughs> yeah. 10 years.
3: It's kind of a big deal.
0: Comedy <laughs> film nerds,
3: bucket mm-hmm. list. So. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, December 12th, uh, go to dynastytypewriter.com or my website, grandma.com, to buy tickets to the final show.
1: Giant guest list.
0: Big guest list. Um, so we're Stephanie gonna...
1: may stop by. She's got a party to go to, but Ooh. she may stop by mm-hmm. after.
0: Pop mm-hmm. in. We're having mm-hmm. a party afterwards. Mm-hmm. I we just know. want to celebrate 10 years of this podcast.
1: Tom Merritt just confirmed, Steele Saunders, more wow. people. Mm-hmm. I love it. By. It's going
0: to be a huge party. Mm-hmm. Um, a who's who. That's going to be a who's who podcast. A who's, who's who. Mm-hmm. Mike Siegel.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Mike
0: Siegel said he's going to show up. A bunch of people. Will Anderson said he might pre-record something. Excellent. And send it mm-hmm. over the ocean.
3: I don't know over that,
1: over the ocean. I don't know how that works. I'm not sure. I'm, <laughs> In a bottle? Yeah, a probably message? doing a
0: shipping lane or something <laughs> like that. I'm not sure how technology works, but I'm sure it involves his boat. <laughs> um, so yeah, join join our show. Join us on the celebrating the end of this. Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, all right. So we've got a couple movies to talk about. But first, I want to thank everybody who has already uh, pledged to the Kickstarter. We do have a fair, amount of, um, a, a fair amount of distance to cover, but I think we can do it. Uh, we have one week left. So this is the time. I know a lot of you were waiting to the last minute. Well, this is the last minute. Please, uh, please it pledge. It ends next Tuesday. So one we won't. We, yeah, it'll end probably while we're recording at that, around that time. So we won't be able to read um, any more after that, any more comments or anything like that. So please pledge. I'll get into the comments a little bit later, but uh, there's about probably over 100 of you hit the the remind me later button. It's later. (laughs) So uh, please pledge. So
0: somewhere (laughs) next week will be our second to last ever episode. Yes. Our last ever studio episode. Yes.
1: And the the day the Kickstarter will end, and uh, it's a it's a lot of uh, lasts and firsts next week mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. So and it's probably the biggest live show we've ever done for sure. We've never had this many guests on any show.
0: No way. This is mm-hmm. this is in terms of. I mean, we did some Podfest shows that maybe we had two or three guests yeah, or yeah. something like that. But
1: nothing like this, where no. it's just a uh, a train of podlebrities. <laughs>
0: Straight up, pod <laughs> That's the thing. Speaking of pod liberties, yeah. let's introduce our guest. Let's do
1: it. Uh, well, actually, one
2: of our first
1: guests been with us uh, for probably off and on for at least the 10 years that we've been here. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, Was
2: I one of your first guests? I yeah, think for
1: yeah, sure. you were. Absolutely. In and, the garage. Uh, in oh, the garage, yeah. yep. Mm, and you even uh, wrote for the site a little bit. You've done all sorts of things for the uh Did I? For the show. Yeah, I think so.
2: Yep. I don't remember that. Yeah.
1: Well maybe. We'll <laughs> have to used check to drink the a lot, though. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you so, you I think you wrote it in the I early don't days. I think I wrote
2: for the site. I don't think I did. But I have been on it.
1: Yes. Yes. All right.
2: Many times. Mm-hmm. Always really fun. Hopefully to talk about the difference.
1: <laughs> talked about a lot of family movies as our kids were growing up over the last yes, ten years. I
0: used to see all the kids' movies yes. and bring you mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. you would also bring another perspective to usually movies we liked. Like I remember the movie Up. <laughs> yeah. You're right. <laughs> which we had already seen it. We were like, oh, we loved it. We loved mm-hmm. George Clooney. You're like, this is nonsense. She couldn't possibly be married with kids and not be texting all the time. There's no yeah. way she's out having affairs. It was so great. It was such a great perspective. In my perspective uh, is always that well, I. Sorry, that's actually
1: up in the air. Up in the air, yeah. Oh, up in the air. The guy with the balloons? Oh, the yeah. Guy yeah. with the balloons, um, whatever. Clooney, up up the air. Air. Yeah, I
2: know. I was night. like, yep. I feel like I kind of liked up, but. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I remember
0: an yeah. affair happening in Up. up in the air with George Clooney that's yeah. right and yeah. Anna Kendrick
1: with the talking dogs right so
2: I am the one who normal. I don't like I, I'm just I have a very narrow thing of what I like movies that are based on real stories or that seem like a slice of life reality based not more than like 15 years ago
3: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Oh, that's right! You have that cutoff. I, I forgot. Like the 70s.
2: Well, yeah. I no. I'll go. I'll go to the seventies. Mm-hmm. Not before. Right. I don't want to see a car, a movie that's made about a time before there were cars, mm-hmm. or like you know what I mean. I just. Or no, westerns, buggies, nothing. no westerns yeah. no westerns <laughs> no no chariots <Meets>
1: to- yeah <laughs> no chariots no.
2: i don't want anything that's no one knights. best costume right so
1: it's fair enough
2: or best cinematography no. i don't care about the cinematography i don't care if it looks pretty
1: now do you feel the same way Just about this the future this
2: this walked is
0: the out most yeah. narrow
2: <laughs> very <laughs> narrow
1: now, now, do you feel the same way about the future where it can't be more than 15 yes, years in the future? In the future. future. No, yeah. not more no, than 15 no. years so, in okay. the future. Starships. 10
2: years in the future, you're just imagining what's going to happen oh. in your life. Five mm-hmm. year goals. Fine.
1: Yeah.
0: But- <laughs> <laughs> s- I will s- make a movie about your vision board. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yes. But some sort of robots. Mm-hmm. No, s- rona- no, no robots. Mm-hmm.
2: Worst movie of all time, her. Do you remember that? Do you remember? Oh, that? I yeah. liked
1: that movie. I remember that movie. Oh yeah. my
2: god! It's one of the worst movies that's ever been made. I was so
0: angry. I was angry the entire time watching mm. that movie.
1: I remember this. Uh, I think we talked about it on the show. Yeah, how angry. You I remember.
0: About I I hated it because, you know, I was like, I don't know. New, single or something and i was like this is what dating is this is horrifying oh, i gotta fall in love with a robot this is the it, only person i can communicate was it with? in
1: the aftermath of one of your breakups
0: maybe you yeah it was right it? after some yeah, yeah. horrible <laughs> breakup i like how you say it's plural it is yeah, yeah. It, is. it is it is plural uh,
2: <laughs> yeah see but you were yeah. taking it too seriously even <laughs> the movie—it's science cool. yeah. fiction.
3: Yeah. I remember we talked it's about. It's too it. close to reality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: what—that's the thing I liked. The thing that, that I, I remember
1: it hitting you negatively on a personal level. You know? yes I, I'm reject. I don't. I don't want to see this movie. It was one of those. I and I, I have movies like that too, where there's just certain triggers. Where like it may be a good movie. Don't care. Don't,
0: don't care. See it. Too personal.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going through this. It's horrible. Yeah. Shut it down. Yeah. <laughs> I am not falling in love with a robot. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah I don't care how attractive she sounds. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if she's the British Alexa. I'm not,
3: Gem. it's not, no. <laughs> so, British
0: Alexa, you mean MI6? Yeah. Anyway.
1: <laughs> no, MI7.
0: Oh, that's the, that's <laughs> yeah. the, that's the secret <laughs>
3: yeah, one?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like Area yeah. 52. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> got it. <laughs> no.
0: All right, Stephanie uh, Wilder-Taylor is here. We're going to talk about some movies. What do we want to discuss first?
1: Let's talk about Knives Out. I got to see this movie. Oh. And, uh, um, it was, uh, I really liked it and for a number of different reasons. First of all, it was a really cool, like, almost like a mix of nostalgia, like a murder mystery. Um, ultimately, they even make a reference to it as like, oh, we were like, you know, hanging out in the Clue house, you know, because it, mm-hmm. old mansion, murder mystery, family with secrets, like everything put together. And then a, uh, a detective with a southern accent with, the Dan- with Daniel Craig. And uh, I-, I just loved it because it was all- one of those movies, too, that's like, look, we know you know the genre. We're going to do something interesting and different with it. But we we're also going to hit the same points that you like about these types of movies. And it did. And it uh, it was a, a little long. It didn't have to be that long. But it was fun because it was one of those movies that um, took the genre and moved it in a different direction. And it was almost like a meta murder mystery which was really cool and all the acting was fun all the characters were good is there any sex there was no sex in this movie okay
2: good because i just want to know if i can take my kids
1: i was just gonna say uh i before i went i went on imdb checked the parents guide to see if you know like pg-13 is a broad rating we've talked about that there's different things right nothing offensive in it that the kids wouldn't uh like and both my kids really loved it and different age ranges, 11 and 14. And I was like, oh, well, they're going to be kind of bored. And my son even said to me, God, this was cool. It was like an episode of Sherlock. Yes, that's what it was supposed to be. Oh. You know, a cool detective story and mystery. Right. Did you know, it have a sense the, of humor to it? It did. It definitely had a sense of humor. It wasn't like... You know, again, marketing, it's like it's being uh, marketed. It's a comedy. I'm like, it's not a comedy. It's a drama that's a murder mystery with some funny moments in it. That doesn't make it a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Why do they have such
0: a hard time Mm -hmm. marketing that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Why is that such a
0: hard thing for Mm -hmm. them to get across? Like, it's a serious thing that has a couple of funny moments.
1: You can have funny people in a dramedy. You know, you could say, okay, dramedy is where they really, uh, they cover their bases. Mm -hmm. Like, well, no, see, it's both. I'm like, yeah, kind of. Because
0: my hesitation to this movie, why I Mm -hmm. haven't seen it yet, Mm -hmm. is I watch the trailer and I go, "This is too like wacky French farce." I'm right, yeah, it's not. Zoinky, Mm -hmm. sex pun.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Like I can't. (laughs)
0: That's that's my horse and buggy for me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's also my horse and buggy. I don't like that either. But you're saying this is interesting.
1: It is. It's fun and it's Ryan Johnson, who's uh, you know I haven't always loved all of his movies, but the ones that uh, I have liked I've really liked and Mm -hmm. it's the kind of movie that I hope does really well because in an age of like sequels and IPs and everything you know like um, as everything gets regurgitated and remakes this is something that um, it's it's new and different with new and different characters but it also feels very kind of familiar in the way that it's like you know this is kind of a throwback to an old time murder mystery and you know, uh, Chris Evans does a great job. You know, he plays a real asshole. You know, far from Captain America.
0: You bring up a good point. Why Ryan Johnson was probably the best call for this is his first movie, Brick, which we've talked about. Right. I think that's an amazing movie. But it was a similar thing. Yeah. He took the genre mm-hmm. of, of film noir... Yeah. And set it in suburban America in contemporary times mm-hmm. with high school kids talking in this film noir language. And it wasn't ridiculous or campy. It was serious and it had drama to it. But he took a, an existing genre and did something interesting and new with it, which it sounds like is what, what he did. What movie are you
2: guys talking about? There's this
0: oh, movie, Brick, that came out, oh. man, over 10, maybe came out in 2005 or 6 or something Completely like that.
1: Completely off the radar. It was I haven't like an, heard of it. Yeah, it was, an in, in, it was an indie film. It did well in indie circles, but... Wide release, no.
0: Didn't get wide release. I didn't even
1: know about it until Graham told me about it. It was a
0: young uh, JGL. JGL, hashtag JGL, Jason (laughs) Mm -hmm. Gordon-Levitt. I was going to call him Jordan. Jordan (laughs) Gordon. Jordan Gordon-Levitt. But it takes place in a high school in in suburban America. And there's a murder, but it's written and done like a film noir. Like it has the same sort of language, but it it's so it's such an interesting movie, it's even hard to explain, but it's not campy. It's not done for comedy, but it's really serious like a girl is murdered, and he this guy's trying to figure out who and who does he trust and
1: and all these high school kids talk like forties detectives, yes, right, <laughs> yes, and there's like a
0: gang kingpin who's like the the high school drug dealer, mm-hmm. you know there's the high school principal who he calls the bull who he doesn't trust, like there's mm-hmm. all this stuff happening. And like in a film noir, the cops are a little corrupt, the DA's a little corrupt, like everyone's a little corrupt, some dames trying to work in him like it's all that <laughs> stuff, but in a in suburban America, it, it's it's a it's a fascinating movie and it was such an inventive and it was one of the like, wow, first film out of the gate for Ryan Johnson. Right. And
1: put him on the map for put sure. Put him on the map for sure. And uh, a little trivia too. This is Frank Oz's first movie in over 20 years that he's actually in it in person. And not a voiceover, as you know, the voice of Yoda and, uh, you know, Miss Piggy and, you know, one of the uh, original uh, guys that worked with Jim Henson. But um, he shows up in movies every once in a while in like bit parts, but we haven't seen him in a while. So I'd like to know how Ray and Johnson got him to like, hey, come on and do this movie. Come out of, you know, 20-year retire- retirement from uh, being on screen.
0: Maybe he liked Brick. Yeah,
1: it's entirely possible. So it was a really fun movie. I recommend everyone seeing it. It's a um, it's not a movie you necessarily have to see on the big screen, but definitely see it because a movie like this um, definitely could use a little love and attention. Now, here's the interesting thing. Also, it hit that spot that movies aren't being made at anymore. I think the budget was like 40 million, something like that, which is, you know, that spot where they don't they don't get made there anymore. And uh, it will actually help the movie become profitable. So I'd like to see more of these kinds of movies. So we need to support them. Yeah, it's
0: absolutely it's a great point. The Mm. thing we talk about a lot and and is that and even Roger Deakins you know the famous cinematographer mm-hmm. made this point a lot of people have talked about this where are the 40-50 million dollar dramas right. that aren't remakes that aren't blockbuster yeah. superhero that aren't biopics or whatever yeah. that are just good solid well-written dramas with a decent cast mm-hmm. that don't have a 150 million dollar mountain to try to climb opening weekend
1: and the bonus is i could take my kids to right. it and introduce them to this not only this genre but Which these actual directors Exactly yeah a family of four going to the theater is a fair amount of money yeah as, uh, as you I want
2: know. to see that movie a marriage story which seems like it's like that oh mm-hmm. uh, the NOah bombback yeah uh, yeah, movie. yeah yes, that yeah. seems like what you're talking about yeah a throwback to the 70s like mm-hmm. it looks like it's just a good story with reasonable stars but you know right. not
0: doesn't have 200 million dollars yeah. of special effects or... but I think
2: you have to have a famous director to do that Writer director,
0: I think you're right. Yeah, I think, I think so you, too. you're right. Cameron
2: Crowe. I think you can't. You can't just have a movie that some. Well, it's because people don't sell screenplays anymore. Right. Do you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Right. It's a package yeah. deal with a new right. director. Right. Or mm-hmm. an, or an actor mm-hmm. with a with a producer deal or something like that. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah.
1: Scripts are no longer being sold by themselves
2: anymore. Right. Nobody goes. True. Oh, what a great story. You know who I picture in this, and then mm-hmm. that company. Alphaville or whatever makes mm-hmm. it, and you yeah. don't yeah, do that anymore. Now I
1: was like, oh, this is, I love the script. Come back when you have a director, a star, and funding. Right. Well, if I have any of those things, <laughs> oh, why would I come I, back would here? I need you? Yeah. Right. yeah.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Those are easy things to do.
1: Yeah. Up. Yeah. It's so like, uh, well, why don't you guys do that? If you are the one with the company. I'm like, no, we'd rather you do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so then I don't need you at all for anything. Right. Why did I have this meeting? Right. So, uh, all right, let's go to the next uh, movie, um, Judy. Tell us about this movie. This oh, is the Renee so, Zellweger uh, film.
2: So right? you, t- neither of you two, saw it. I've not no.
1: seen
3: it. So
0: you saw it. It's about. I saw the trailer. It looks interesting because it's about Judy Garland. It's
2: about Judy Garland. The Judy stands for Judy training. Garland. Been
1: a year training. Been a year training with uh, a vocal coach. Renee Zellweger. Okay. It, yeah. Before shooting began,
2: wow. and then
1: uh, rehearsed with musical director Matt Dunkley for four months to master her vocals. Okay.
2: Okay, <clears throat> there's there was good and bad about this movie. The the good thing... Okay, Renee Zellweger was amazing. And it was one of those things where you watch her in the movie and then you think, why, I, why is she not a singer first?
3: Right. <laughs> but
2: do you know what I mean? You're like, well, how is she not a super famous singer? She's right. Her voice is insane. Like, she's playing Judy Garland, who was a huge star, especially for her vocals, right? But you've never heard... No one's ever heard that Renee Zellweger can sing. Right. So doesn't... That, it's like the flip side of when you see A Star is Born and Lady Gaga's in it, and you you, you don't go like, why is Lady Gaga not just an actress? Right, right. Like, mm-hmm. You don't do that, but she's a great singer. <laughs> but you know what I mean? You're like, oh, that's cool. She has an amazing voice, and it's cute. She tried to act. Like She, <laughs> she had some moments. But do you know, I'm being totally serious. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I, do like, I mean. don't think anybody saw Lady Gaga in that movie and went, holy shit, she sh- why isn't she been acting her whole life right Mm -hmm. you're like wow she's an enormous but renee zellweger you're like i get that she's a great actress but this is weird that she doesn't have albums out because she's Mm. such a good singer Mm. that it's crazy
0: uh but let me before you let me just ask you this Mm -hmm. did you go into this as a huge judy garland fan and that's why you wanted to see this or were you just like it looks interesting no
2: i just thought it looked interesting not a judy garland fan um a funny little tidbit though, of like a week before I, I went to see Barry Manilow in concert, kind of a fan-a-low, don't want to brag. Uh, Saw so him at the Hollywood Bowl. You can laugh out loud, Graham. Don't hold it, don't hold it in. <laughs> I love it. You call yourself a fanalo. And That's Lorna so- Luft open for him. And Lorna Luft did this, like the cheesiest thi- Okay, so. They had a very fraught relationship. Like, Lorna Luft was young, I think, when Judy died. Oh. I shouldn't say I think. I mean, I just saw the freaking movie. (laughs) But she was young and her mom was like a, terrible drug addict, you know, right. who basically kind of left, abandoned her, but her whole, it was kind of sad because her whole like, this whole stage performance was all about, hello, mama. Like, wow. a, like a tribute to her mom and acting out these different voices. And if you could, if I was on video right now, you'd see I'm doing like a little like a, <laughs> a, a little soft <laughs> a shoe, of sort of kind of a, like a vaudeville, like, hey, hey, I'm going this way and now I'm going this way. Do you know what I mean? So, uh <laughs> I had a little, like, oh, I can't wait to see, like, the movie. Like, I want to see how effed up this whole thing was that produced this child. <laughs> I mean, Liza Minnelli's got a lot of problems as well. So, yeah. anyway, the problem with the movie, though, is that it was such a small amount of time. It was just the last, like, year couple years in her life so there were some Mm. flashbacks to earlier but i guess i went into it thinking i was gonna see the judy garland story story. and you're you're basically meeting up with her when she's already like a really bad you know drug out drug addict alcoholic like on her sort of just trying to make some money on a one last run and no and she's nobody will pay her in the united states anymore
1: you know what other movie did that was that um um that Laurel and Hardy movie mm-hmm. that it was literally it, it, oh, jumped, to that. it jumped right at the end where the peak of their careers is over where they're old they're they're not getting along as well and they're just trying to do a live tour right. for people that either may remember them or have never heard of them right and I'm like this is an odd place to focus on a movie of these you know brilliant you know comedy actors and all the movies and the vaudeville and the stuff that they've done to just you know tell the story here at the end. So it sounds like it was a similar kind of thing where they're just kind of started right at near yeah, the end.
2: Yeah, so the thing is, it just makes for a really, it's a sad movie. Mm-hmm. And Renee Zellweger plays Judy Garland. I mean, you know, the acting is intense and amazing and she just does not try to look pretty mm-hmm. at all. She just is... It reminded me of a couple movies. You probably haven't ever seen this movie, but there was a movie called Georgia with Jennifer Jason Lee. And uh she played this messed up sister of Mayor Winningham and she just mm. played somebody in the throes of drug addiction right. and just who's just a mess. She just went hard into that role. And it was crazy to see, but it was just depressing and sad and just watching somebody's <laughs> decline and then, you know. She dies six months after the end of the movie. You just leave the theater going, oh, okay. Like, it was real and wow, what a talent and she should win an Oscar, but it was not like an enjoyable two hours.
0: It's interesting because when when I read the description of the movie, it addresses the harsh treatment Judy Garland received at MGM in the 30s and 40s and they put her on a diet and gave her prescription medication.
2: So that was in flashbacks. So you're you're here with Judy Garland and you're seeing some flashbacks to like maybe what made her the way she is.
1: Now, did they do any like wizard of oz type stuff because that's was a huge part of you know yes there was
2: some of that yes it was like Mm. the big studio heads and the and like a couple of the people she married but in like i said in flashbacks Mm. so it's more like her memory of a few so there would be like a scene like a scene of a the studio head i forgot who it was who that um cast her in wizard of oz Mm
0: mm-hmm was it DeMille? Louis Mayer. Yeah, Louis Mayer. Yo,
2: and and just, just, yeah, telling her that she has to lose weight and how she wasn't allowed to, like, she was never allowed to, um, you know, like have a milkshake or just be a regular kid. So you did mm-hmm. see that, but that wasn't the movie. It wasn't. And It's you're not saying, like watching the Elton John movie where it's you're yeah. seeing his whole, his childhood and then right. this and then his rise to stardom. And then, you know, which was like a fully feel-good movie with, Sad parts and drug addiction, mm-hmm. but it wasn't about... This was literally about... So there were te- there were moments to show you why she's like this. But there, it mm. sounds
0: like, and I think for me too, just hearing you say this and reading the description, I would want more time spent on the early years rather than just flashbacks.
2: Right, that's, yeah. that's yeah, what exactly. I left there going... Wow, I wasn't expecting that.
0: Oh, that's mm. too bad because it sounds like a, a little bit of a wasted. Because Renee Zellweger was so good in it, it was kind of a wasted. Yeah, performance and she, a little
2: bit. Uh, Renee Zellweger, could have played herself younger.
0: Right. Could Do you know what I'm saying? Like they didn't. And that would have been a, an amazing acting yeah. exercise to watch. Yeah. Her as the like young wide eyed kid who's yes. being told, you know, take these pills,
3: <laughs> okay, Mr. Yeah. Mayor, yes. you
0: know. And then to the like cut. They should flash. They should do the flash for. I I prefer it when they. Spend more time in the early days and then just kind of flash forward to her like in some green room with a bottle of whiskey, like barely right. putting it together. Telling the story from yeah, there. I would I would
1: Do you do you think it's anything with um do you think the performance, even though the movie's not as good as the performance, do you think she might be nominated? Oh for yeah, an Oscar? yeah. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: There's a great scene and speaking as an ex um Alkie. addict type person where she's on stage and she's so drunk Mm. and i know that feeling i haven't been that drunk on i've been pretty drunk on stage before and i had that moment of like people don't understand that she doesn't know she's that drunk like she thinks she's okay she thinks she's fine and then that that's what makes people kind of belligerent because she's out on stage and the audience is not responding to her and they're looking at her like, oh my God, she's drunk. And then she's getting like mad at the audience from expecting so much from her and she's kind of taking it out on them. And and then she gets
0: fired basically from the show. Yeah. But I was like, oh, she is playing that so real. Well, like, that's the thing too. Like, like when someone's high and drunk, especially if they're an addict, they think they spend so much time trying to cover it that's the thing. I have an acting teacher say, "How do you play a drunk? Pretend, try to be as sober as you can. They training acting sober, and they and they addicts. And you know this. And when you get in recovery, you learn that oh, I was lying to myself and everyone else. Right. And so you think, oh, no one knows. I got this mm. under control. I can yeah. handle this. And it's so obvious. And you're so drunk and out of control. And that is not an easy thing for an actor to pull off.
2: Right. My friend was telling me a story about uh. A, a drunk relative on Thanksgiving and she said it was so bad because while she's talking to this relative who's really drunk like staggering around she's like she was trying so hard to look sober yes. so she was staring oh, at my yeah. face while I'm talking like trying to track what I'm saying and just trying to keep her face really still to look sober that it just made it even worse yeah. like watching somebody trying to be like I'm fine yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm just yeah. a little nervous. I right thought now. Renee
2: Zellweger, who is I don't believe, is an addict. I mean, right. I've never heard anything about her. Was played it very real. Yeah, down and nitty gritty, down and dirty, dr- like just right. went for it, like not I, trying to.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if there was a little research uh, in addition to the uh, vocal coach of actual. Addictive behavior as well. I'm sure well, she probably I mean, did you work in research.
0: show business long enough. Yeah. <laughs> you just, your research is just everyone you interact with yeah. on a daily basis. True,
2: true.
1: <laughs> it's probably yeah. enough
0: real examples. Mm-hmm. So, so, like, for the people listening who haven't seen it, it sounds like if you want to go see an Oscar-nominated performance. Yes. But it might – overall story and structure-wise, it might be not – So,
2: as I told you at the beginning of the, the episode, this episode – I enjoy. I will take that over, like cinematography and yeah, costumes yeah, yeah. and like you know dance numbers. So I <laughs> I enjoyed it for the, on that level, like it it sat with me. But as a story, it no, it didn't really deliver like a full experience of the story. It's not that satisfying, right? Mm. Okay, but I did leave going, oh my god, I have a whole new appreciation for Renée Zell. And it was compelling. Like
0: you're not you're not bored. Right. Well, Renee Zellweger, she's a really good actress, and she's one of those people, the mark of a good actor is when you're watching them do some performance, you can't picture them doing anything else. Yes. And she's played this wide range of people. And, Agree. And, and does a really good job of it. So that would mm-hmm. be interesting to see. Yeah. A little bit of nomination. So,
1: all right, Graham. So you saw Ford versus Ferrari.
0: Okay, so I talked about this briefly last week. So yes. last week, and I didn't really get into it, but I'll compare the two. I saw the... Uh, documentary about carol shelby mm-hmm. that now that documentary focuses on his whole life right. basically mm-hmm. this movie focuses on a like a th- two three year maybe a four year five year period um basically, basically
1: that rivalry
0: that rivalry mm-hmm. and what happened was enzo ferrari uh kept winning Le Mans, which is a 24-hour race mm-hmm. and um carol shelby was like the only american to win it in like 1959 mm-hmm. and um but Ferrari uh, w- kept winning, and so Ford wanted to compete with them. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of stuff that they actually did a pretty good job that's pretty accurate, at least compared to the documentary. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure how I was gonna feel about it, because I like Matt Damon as an actor, but in watching this Carol Shelby documentary, he's this tall guy with kind of dark wavy hair who's from this small town in Texas,
3: and his voiceovers all through the documentaries was just like, Yeah, man, so we just we just took an old Mustang and we just converted it and that's how we won that race, you know? Mm-hmm. So
0: and I so I wasn't sold, I was like, Man, I don't know if Damon can pull this off. And mm. I think he did a pretty decent job. Oh, good. They physically put him in a cowboy hat and stuff and made his hair a little wavy.
1: It's did they clean, add two feet to his height?
0: Yeah, that, 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 <laughs> that they couldn't get around, man. That was uh, that was noticeable because yeah. <laughs> Carol Shelby and they allude to it in the movie. He has this presence. Mm-hmm. After he's established himself, he's, he's this badass race car driver. Then he's the best car designer. You know, he walked into a It was like, oh, Shelby's here. Shelby's here. And so right. Matt Damon is trying to pull that off at, you know, 5'8 or whatever. And it's like, not that a guy under six foot can't have a big presence. I'm 5'10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but Carol Shelby.
1: Aaron, could you look up the exact height of Matt Damon, please?
0: Yeah, and the exact type of Carol Shelby. Yes. <laughs> um, so, like the way he's d- d- Shelby is revered and talked about in this documentary, they're trying to do that, and they do a de- And you know, Damon's a good actor, and they do a good job. And Christian Bale, you know, does a good job of playing. They're playing actual people. Mm-hmm. Ken Miles was like one of their their big racers and everything like that, and um, you know. It's, but it's almost three hours long, this movie. Right. And so it's... That's start, not necessary. Yeah, it's it's a For little... any movie, it's really. It's too slow in the beginning. It starts to pick up. Once it's like, okay, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. I spent a little too much time explaining all this other stuff that they could have just cut right to the chase. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Which I understand the challenges of that. Like there's there's you watch the Shelby documentary and you go, Man, you could make a movie about any one of these specific races because <laughs> yeah. all this crazy shit happens and you know, the team of engineers they put together and, and Ford's what doing whatever and Ferrari's mm. politics and all this stuff. Um, overall it's a good movie. It's it's probably gonna get some nominations. Um Christian Bale, you know, gets to do his actual English accent. Right. Mm -hmm. Which for a second you go, wow, he's got a good English accent because he's always like (laughs) Americans, but Mm -hmm. no, he's a Brit. So, Mm -hmm. um, and there's good supporting actors in it. Um, You know, uh, the the guy that plays, he's from um, Walking Dead who plays Lee Iacocca, who worked, a young Lee Iacocca worked for Henry Ford II. The guy that plays Henry Ford II does a great job of that like old school tycoon, you know, walks into a room, everybody you know, mm. like and what what I from what I understand, Henry Ford had that type of presence, like oh shit, right. the old man's here, you know, and um so there's you know, there's some interesting stuff. And um where's Aaron going?
1: He's gonna actually measure on the door how yeah, big Dan uh Damon's uh, five
0: ten Carol Shelby is not listed,
1: but no. this is a-
0: Five ten is the same height as you. Five ten. I'm taller than that. And
1: this
2: is, by the way, Tom Cruise like five six. Yeah. Oh, Tom Cruise and he is always short, plays yeah. people with like a lot of curd. The best. Yeah. Bottle flipper. The yeah. best. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: the
2: best bottle flipper. Oh boy. The greatest bartender. Wonder, the Greatest. b V ten flyer. You know, yeah, I, I wonder know if
1: it. sometimes it's like they the way the the these actors are shot for whatever reason it like sometimes acts in reverse like that surprises me that Matt Damon is that tall. Like I pictured him shorter. Whereas there's other actors he who are like, oh, you're squat. a little short. Yeah. Is that yeah. his real height or is yeah, that the studio height? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas the other actors
0: are like, 5'10", I 5'8". You know, I, I, I think, you know, and, and, and Christian Bale, like I've actually met Chris, Christian, Christian Bale about six foot tall.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, So, you know, there's just some, there's just some, some stuff in there that, it's a it's a good movie. I would suggest actually watching the Ford versus Ferrari first, and then watching the documentary. Oh, interesting. Okay, <laughs> because um, but they, they, there's a lot of key moments.
1: Is it Oscary?
0: It is Oscary. I think it's going to get some
1: nominations.
0: <laughs> it, it, it definitely, and it, they're clearly making it. Right. James Mangold mm-hmm. directed it, and mm-hmm. two guys with a lot of Oscar art the stars the right. leads. Um, the supporting cast is good. The, the the woman that plays Christian Bale's wife does a good job. All of the supporting people and like the pit crew and the the people at Ford uh, do a good job. Um, The guy that plays Enzo Ferrari, he's only in one major scene, but it's -hmm. a a really good scene. So Um, who wins? Oh, I can't tell you that. (laughs) <laughs> um, well, yeah. It's a spoiler alert, you know. <laughs> Ford wins, but yeah. Uh, yeah, this is this is a, yeah. You can you can Google this right as I'm talking. So yeah, mm-hmm. but it was a big significant. Mo- There's other stuff in there uh, that and they they that really happens. And I'm like, because when they were coming up to this scene towards the end, I'm like, are they gonna leave that in there? are They gonna Hollywood this? And I go, no, nope, all right. So they kept it pretty accurate. Oh wow. Um, okay. And you know. It's loud during the racing scenes. The racing footage is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a car guy, you're going to love this. Right. Gonna, it's, definitely, it's definitely made for you. Mm-hmm. Um, is there sex? <laughs> is there... <laughs> will my kids like it? Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: I think your kids will like it. Your kids will like it. There isn't... No, there's no real sex. There's mm-hmm. one little like kissy scene, but there's no... there's no... Ew. Yeah, gross. I mean, it's <laughs> really gross.
1: I mean, you for your whole family to go, it's five tickets. It's like... You know, it's, I know. Mean, I mean, four. We're like, this is a lot. You guys need to start pulling your own weight. Do you guys want to go see more Pixar movies? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell your kids <laughs> a good job.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's 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 a decent movie. It's entertaining. That the, the uh, it is a little long. I mean, it's just like mm-hmm. I saw it in the theater, which I think you probably should because there's just cool footage and stuff like that, and the way mm-hmm. they de- depict racing. And but man, buckle up! Like mm-hmm. with trailers, I was there for almost three hours. Yeah. So it's like. Whew, and I saw a 6.30 showing, I got out of there, it was like 9.20 and I was mm-hmm. like, dude.
2: Now, have you been on the ride Radiator Springs at, at a California Adventure?
3: <laughs> yes, I have.
2: Is it at all like that? It's very, almost
0: identical. <laughs> it's like they use, they probably just mounted GoPros on that, that's
2: how they shot <laughs> Cause Cause it. Cause they get a lot done in like under two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: a lot of story.
0: It's a lot of story, mm-hmm. yes.
1: So then uh, the last movie we, um, Wanted to talk about here is that now you saw Brittany runs a marathon. And I this is, did. Now this one is one you really liked, right?
2: No, not not oh, so I much. Thought this was
1: I must have gotten him confused. <laughs> was it? Did she run you on a hair horse? something mm-hmm. here, Okay,
2: here's Brittany runs a marathon in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be like a Rebel Wilson comedy. My kids and I, we all thought this is going to be hilarious because, like what you were talking about earlier, Graham, it was billed it's the, there's a lot of jokes yep. in the coming attractions. So I'd seen the coming attractions at other movies, and I was like, oh, this is going to be mm-hmm. funny. This looks good. The kids are going to like this because it's like a Rebel Wilson. She's kind of a heavy set, mm-hmm. blondie, mm-hmm. like a little wacky, a little, little fuck off, a little like smoking and like, you Rebel know, don't Wilson tell me what to do.
0: Her quotes went up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like
3: a more
2: yeah,
0: affordable like Rebel a Wilson.
2: Bridesmaids. What <laughs> yeah. was that? Uh, yeah. Bridal. You know that movie? Yeah, yeah. She, okay. I thought it was going to be that, and it was not. It's a serious, it's pretty. Oh, wow. It's not really a comedy. No, in really? fact, my husband watched it, too. He wanted to see it, too, because he thought it was going to be funny, and he was like, mm, not a comedy. No, it's not really a comedy. It's about, it's about like, a girl, it's about uh, a girl who, trying like, to lose weight. Yeah. Right? the The very beginning part where she's still heavy, even mm-hmm. though she's never that heavy either, which is another thing I hate about some movies, She's not like hugely fat. Oh, she's yeah. like overweight, but like it's a like lot that of regular ugly, people.
1: It's like that show, Ugly Betty. Like, is that as ugly as we're gonna go yeah. for Ugly Betty? Yeah. That's in the title. Yeah. That's, that's
2: <laughs> so she's supposed to feel super bad about herself because mm-hmm. she's overweight, or and so then she decides she's gonna get her life together, and so she starts running, and she gets really into running. And um, I mean, I wouldn't watch it again. It was, it was. Sorry, these chairs are loud. Yeah. <laughs> do All you,
0: right. Do you think, let me ask you this. Do you think the reason- I'm not doing that on
2: purpose. I keep
3: trying That's to take enough. my foot That's off. enough. And- <laughs> um, th- do you think- You're going to that- get a timeout. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that the
0: fact that you didn't like the movie was because you felt sort of tricked by the trailer? Yes. Like, I, had you not seen the trailer and what would you have gone, oh, this was a good drama about, a, about a, you know, a young woman, like, figuring out her body or whatever or, like, well-written, yes, well-acted, well-directed? maybe.
2: Maybe I would have enjoyed it more. But then also I felt like there were a lot of moments that they could have gotten more humor out of. Like, there mm. were some, because there's some snarky, sort of dry moments that I like in a movie, and I felt like they didn't investigate a lot of those because they were so invested in telling this story aspirational like y- right. y- you know I don't know I just found the whole you know what it was just it it's kind of cheesy mm. when you watch it and
1: mm. cheesy but not funny it's, it's not, not really that a comedy funny. it's yeah. not
2: that funny it's kind of sad it's it's kind of uh, a little bit sad it's a little drama it's drama
3: mm-hmm.
2: okay. but then okay but remember last time I was here and I talked about instant family mm-hmm. okay so instant family I thought was going to be kind of dramatic and that had so many moments of humor in it that I was like, This is really fun. But I showed that movie recently to my husband because I was like, Oh, it's so funny. You know, and um and he's like, That wasn't that funny. It's like, you know, sad. It's like heartwarming, but there's just like a lot of sad, serious moments in it. And I said, Okay, but it's still more of a comedy than Britney Runs a Marathon. And right. they're built... Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Instant yeah. Family wasn't billed as, like, this is a hilarious comedy. Yeah.
1: If there's two, two jokes, jokes in a funny. movie now, it gets, like, the comedy label on it. But eyes. Instant
2: <laughs> Family had, like, a ton of jokes. Like, Br- okay, Britney Runs a Marathon should have been, like, what Instant Family was. Oh, it should have had a lot more jokes and then also had the right heartwarming, it's, you know. But Britney, I don't know. It just wasn't... I don't know. I don't care. I didn't really care about her that much. I didn't mm. think she needed to lose so much... We- oh, oh. Also, it's kind of low budget. So the um, what do you call it when they don't um, keep track of how... Wh- who, continuity. It, continuity. There mm-hmm. were some con- big continuity <laughs> issues. And so a lot of the movie hinges on her weight, right? So like she loses weight. Okay, here's part of the plot. She loses all this weight because she's running and she gets really a little obsessed with her weight and hitting this goal weight. And then she gets an injury And she can't compete in the marathon, the first marathon. And so then she apparently gains some weight. But it's so all over the place that you keep going. Every time they change a scene, you're like, wait, is this fat Britney or thin Britney? I can't Mm. tell. Because one day, one scene, she has like a, they give her like a double chin kind of. But Mm. then like the next scene, she doesn't have it. And it really takes you out of the movie because you're like, Mm. I think she's supposed to be thin in this scene, and then this scene, I think she's supposed to be heavy. There's one scene where she's in front of a mirror, and you just see her in her underwear, and you're like, "That's a really thin person. Like that's a right. that's almost too thin."
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: then that's she's supposed to be getting bummed out because she's still heavy, or she's gain. It it was really annoying. Hmm.
0: Uh, all right, yeah.
2: sorry guys. Way to go. Sorry to bring you down
3: yeah, on the last movie.
1: <laughs> well, we have our uh, our final ad read. Comedy film nerds, ever. Yep, this is uh, Eero, and uh, you know, it's Eero is one of those uh great products that comes along and kind of basically fixes your Wi Fi. Eero is Wi Fi your home deserves. There's an all new Eero starting at just $99, it blankets your whole home with fast, reliable Wi Fi, eliminating poor coverage, dead spots, and buffering. This is one of the problems we had. I mean, our house isn't huge, but. We could never get the Wi-Fi all the way to the kids' bedroom. So right. there would always be dropouts. So Eero has what are called beacons. So you put the regular um, Eero by your uh, modem, and then you put the beacons throughout the house. And you use an app, and it actually tells you where the coverage is and if it's working or not. So it's really easy is to set up that, and use. That
2: is it that It is the EeroNauts, yes. that's
1: uh, <laughs> Everyone that owns one is, the, is an EeroNauts. <laughs> And and it sets up in just minutes, plugs right into your modem or modem router box, and you manage it with a simple app. The app lets you pause the Wi-Fi for dinner. And that's the other thing, too. You could actually shut off the Wi-Fi if the kids are on Instagram a little too much. You oh, could shut it off at okay. night. And if uh, I want to
2: get stabbed while I'm sleeping. Yeah, <laughs> I Think so. And
1: yeah. No more Netflix buffering in the master bedroom. No more kids complaining that their Xbox isn't getting signal. So everyone has enough Wi-Fi in the house. So... Um, Eero has pretty much fixed um, my problem with Wi-Fi that I couldn't get coverage in the house, so it's great. You can get yours, whatever issue you have with Wi-Fi is fixed as soon as tomorrow. Get, go to Eero.com slash comedy and enter code comedy at checkout to get free overnight shipping with your order. That's Eero.com slash comedy, and the code is comedy. Check it out. All right. Now, Patreon sponsors. Graham, there is a surprise in the Patreon sponsors today. There's what? one that you have to read Okay. at the end. So I will let you read it first while I actually uh, read the other ones. So you can be prepared for the okay. last one. All right. Um, Johnny Rulon's got some short horror stories for sale. The first is called The Shell. It's a love-crafting tale about a neighborhood that loses power and becomes victim to an unknown monster that is waiting in the dark. The second is called She. Not to be confused with Her. her. Yeah, and it is about a high school held under the dark spell of an evil cult leader. Right now, both are on Amazon Kindle for 99 cents. You can find them by going to com and clicking the Buy Short Stories tab. Fanboy you got Planet, it, Johnny. Fanboy Planet, a website and podcast for all things geeky and amazing. Check out Fanboy Planet for your comics news, your movie news, TV news, and amazing interviews with industry insiders and artists. Fanboyplanet.com. Check it out. I just did uh, that podcast, too, so you can listen. They have a a uh, christmas buying guide there too and coffee over suicide has wrapped season two and will return in 2020 from its new home in california coffee over suicide we like to thank everyone at comedy film nerds for 10 years of excellent service and we cannot wait to see what the future holds thank you uh, find out more at coffeeoversuicide.com thank you and the art podcast with rebecca evans thanks to comedy film nerds for all the laughter and movie reviews looking forward to seeing what's <sighs> next when we move past hesitation, we're true to ourselves. We find our own art in life. Hear inspiring interviews at artpodcasts.com with an S. And Tony McFadden's books are now 100% low-carb and high-protein. Hussy <laughs> 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 noir, crime fiction, international thrillers, and a dash of light sci-fi. You're guaranteed to find something you like. Head to TonyMcFadden.net slash mybooks. Find something to read, since there'll be no point in going to the movies after CFN
0: closes its doors. (laughs) Yes. Completely agree.
1: After (laughs) December
0: 13th on, do not go to the
1: movies. (laughs) And from Andy Bowman, every week in the Geek 101 podcast, Ariel and Andy get together to discuss, critique, review, and sometimes bicker about the latest in geek news and pop culture. Become a listener and join the conversation by listening to the Geek 101 podcast wherever you download podcasts. I did that one as well. Nice. Uh, So, uh, Jerome Sullivan calling on Hollywood and Netflix, HBO, Disney... I urge you to go to JCS Screenplays to check out the briefs of my completed movie and television scripts, including a murder mystery, sci-fi action, coming-of-age musical, a horror, rom-com, and more. Visit jcsscreenplays.com. And a contemporary classical composer who writes music people actually like. Congratulations to comedy film nerds for 10 wonderful years of podcasting. David H-E-I-N-I-C-K. And uh, Scott Gakey, um, he was worried that we wouldn't want to do a bourbon ad. I told him not to worry. So that's, <laughs> look out for my bourbon from Lodge Lodgepole Distilling where it's ready around next summer. Our tagline is, drink cheap, not shitty. I love right. that. That's, that's got to be a good hashtag. Drink cheap, not shitty.
0: You can and, put uh, that hashtag through a lot of things throughout your life. <laughs> yes,
1: Indeed. Uh, Will Leonard, uh, from Will Leonard, Will and Katie would like to thank Comedy Film Nerds fans and the Audacity Performing Arts Project for their support for her riding to end MS. We'd like you to know that she's riding again the Bike MS, Bike Texas, new course from Houston to College Station, all proceeds go to help people who are living with MS, as well as going to find a cure for this debilitating disease. Please go to willthetd.com slash cfn to find a link to her donation page.
0: Will came to our, uh, one of my progressive comedy tour shows in April in Texas. Oh, and cool. And gave a shirt from her last year's run. So it's cool to support them.
3: Aww.
1: Does it feel like if you're a progressive in Texas, like Stranger in a Strange Land, oh. like you have to like keep looking over your shoulder, <laughs> unless you're in Austin? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> And from Scott Gerwitz and written by Mike Schmidt. Graham, I'm going to let you take this one now.
3: All right. It says, Grandma's reading a Bain accent. Do you feel in charge? At the Bain Podcasting Network, we'll put you and your lovely, lovely voice in charge of your own podcast. We take podcasting from the corrupt, the rich, the oppressors of generations who have kept you down with myths of Audible.com residuals (laughs) and give it back to you, the people. Podcasting is yours. None shall intervene. Do as you please. Without your help, the microphone will betray you. (laughs) I know you think the microphone is your ally, but you merely adapted the Seinhauser. I was born with it, molded by it. I didn't hear the sound checker. I was already a man. By then it was nothing to me but deafening. Take control of the microphone at Bain Podcasting Network. Crashing the internet. With no survivors. <laughs> God bless you, Scott and Mike Schmidt, for this paying money to have me do a Bane read. You're the best.
1: That is classic, for sure. I think, you know, we should, we should archive that somewhere else like just we should start a new podcast feed for the podcast the Bane podcasting maybe network. for the
0: last show yeah. we'll we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do a little segment towards the end where we'll put a mic in the audience and they can ask us questions and if they want us to do anything we can any dumb accents or voices i'm all for it
1: fair enough let's yeah for i don't know sure. maybe
0: i don't know if we'll see if they're available but maybe coffee and jam jam will mm, be at the final maybe. show maybe
1: oh that would be great That maybe I don't know, they might be doing a supermarket opening.
3: Yeah, they might be busy. They might be busy. They might be at uh, Toyota of Glendale or something like that, giving out zero five koozies. (laughs) So, Graham, we're going to watch
1: some trailers now. Now, this is a really interesting one. I kind of discovered this. It's not getting promoted a lot. But um, when I was watching it, I'm like, there's something really off about this trailer. And um, it does something really cool. Uh, I won't spoil it. Antebellum. Right. we're going to watch first.
0: Of course, there's some ridiculous... Coffee head. stains teeth. Yes. Yes. Unlike ordinary <laughs> whitening oh, toothpaste, wow. Colgate Optic White has
3: hydrogen peroxide that goes below... It's that chef surface. guy.
0: Oh, look at that. He's toothpaste. toothpaste.
3: Yeah, maybe,
1: uh, yeah, He's bald now. Uh,
0: what happened? I didn't press anything. God, I hate these stupid things. <laughs> <laughs> Did not press anything. Oh. Lighter. Colgate Optic White. That works. can work.
1: All right. Here we go. Now, listen carefully to the sound and see if it matches the
3: 911.
2: it doesn't. is your
0: emergency?
1: Hello? 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 Oh! <laughs> Isn't that cool? Creepy kid, is check. With you? Time travel, check.
2: Can you get to a safe area? Hello.
3: What?
1: Crazy, right? Antebellum.
0: That is a great trailer because yeah. it. I don't know. It barely tells me anything, but I'm intrigued enough that I might want to go see it.
1: And you've got a 911 call and plantation times. Yeah. Some crazy things. And then, uh, so really, really interesting. So I'm looking forward to that one. The next one just dropped. Hello, Black Widow. Uh, The movie that we've been waiting for since Marvel started making movies. We've been talking about this for years. Mm -hmm. I used to have nothing. Now see if you can guess which movie... Franchise. This one's strong. supposed to be, you know, because we always do science fiction, thriller, war. Everything Which one is forever. this?
2: Sci-fi.
0: Jason Bourne.
1: Yes, very good. Wow, got it very quickly. You haven't third. even seen the actual Jason Bourne it's scenes yet.
3: These days. So what are you going to do? I've lived a lot of lives, but I'm done running from my past.
1: This is also Marvel's first prequel if you don't count Captain Marvel.
2: Ooh. I know you know I'm on here. So, are we gonna talk
3: like grown-ups? Is that what we are? <laughs> Sweet!
0: I
2: love that they both have a French braid.
1: Yeah. Good.
2: It's good to see you too, sis. What
1: brings you home? That scene wasn't right out of Jason Bourne. Yeah.
3: We have unfinished business. We have to go back to where it all started. Lucky
0: us. One thing's for sure it's going to be a hell of a
1: reunion.
3: Still fits family back together again you
1: got fat (laughs) aging russian superhero
2: combine so many things i don't like in a movie
0: (laughs) (laughs) i could feel stephanie not liking that trailer as chris and i were like Mm -hmm. this is gonna be i "I can't wait to
1: see this
0: (laughs) she's just like nope yeah Mm -hmm.
3: what 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 are the things
2: my son will want to see it yeah
1: Mm -hmm.
2: costumes
1: but now what about your your like Elby? like because it's a strong female heroine and (laughs) Does, the, do Hello these, again. does these do these so interest we meet LB? again
3: with my loose ponytail?
2: <laughs> to show I don't care that mm-hmm. much about my appearance, but yet I do.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what the ponytail no yeah. she doesn't like
2: that. What's the loose yeah. ponytail? Uh, it's like it's very it's mm-hmm. all about their Visco hairstyles. Mm-hmm. You know Visco.
0: Sure. Yeah. What's a Visco hairstyle?
2: It's a lifestyle choice of uh, preteen <laughs> girls. Okay. Yeah baggy t-shirts, hide your flasks save the turtles. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I say oversized t-shirts? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Getting your hairs braided at the Renaissance Fair.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't see any of that in this trailer.
3: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just like I've
0: loved Scarlett Johansson playing Black Widow in these movies, and I'm glad she finally got her own movie. So I'm going to watch this, of
1: course. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there for you guys. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm bummed. We won't still be doing the show for you to come on and say why you didn't like it.
2: (laughs) Oh, I wanted to say based on the first trailer, really quick. I'm sure we're running long, but um, did you guys see the movie Us? Did you talk about that movie? Yeah. Didn't I? I mean, did you like it? Yeah, I did. Oh, you did. Mm -hmm. I thought it was like really good, like for the first like Mm -hmm. 30 minutes until stuff started happening, and then it was just like the same thing. Like oh. Okay, there are zombies and they're trying to kill you. And now you're at a different location with zombies trying to kill. Now you're at another location and they're trying to kill you and you didn't die. And then you, you know? <laughs> and then the end, I was just like, uh,
1: oh my God, Stephanie, not zombies. <laughs>
2: yeah well zombies another genre
0: another genre you don't like too much
2: makeup <laughs> too, much...
0: <laughs> too much weird walking so, yeah. like come on too much weirdness
2: just walk regular yeah it's like a horse Why? It's like a... i mean you're either alive or you're not like
0: <laughs> pick one uh-huh.
1: you can't be both
0: that's like a hooters like either mm. be a sports bar or a strip club don't yeah, like, give yeah. me a walk into the yeah. middle of it
1: yeah, your strip club that serves food. Just say that.
0: Just yeah, that. Like, yeah. You get naked or just
3: serve food, like one of the <laughs> right, other. Right, right.
1: So um, okay, so we know who we won't be going to see Black Widow. Okay, sure. Are you okay. gonna make John take uh, your son? Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. They have to have a thing. Yeah, yeah they gotta get.
1: Yeah. You gotta give them mm-hmm. a thing. That's yeah. good. Um, all right, and the uh, final days of the Comedy Film Nerd store, like we said, everything is discounted, and we're putting a free gift in every purchase. Don't worry, if you, no matter what you order, you will get a free gift, and also the loot crates for uh, December will be going out um, probably this week or next. And uh, we'll be keeping the store open until about December 15th, then everything will ship in time for Christmas, and then we'll be shutting it down. But there's still plenty of CFN merch uh, left. The shirts, we only have some, a couple odd sizes left, although... The CFN new logo shirts, I think we have the most of, but everything else is like, we've got like smalls and 3XLs. They all will become
0: collector's items.
1: Yes, (laughs) they will. Because we will no longer
3: make them. Mm -hmm.
1: And uh, I want to talk briefly about the Kickstarter again. As you guys know, Rise of the Kung Fu Dragon Master goes until December 10th. This is probably the last show I'll get to promote and um, ask you guys for pledges. Look, I know it's a bad time of year. I appreciate that. And I want to thank everybody that uh, pledged so far. We are a little behind, but I think we can do it. I know you guys rallied, what, two, three times before at the end. And like I said, there's about um, probably 100, maybe over 100 that have hit the Remind Me Later button, which means you won't get a, an email probably till about Sunday. So you can do it a little quicker. That would be That would be great. And like I said, you can make a pledge and then leave a comment. And we will read them on the air. We have one, I have one final show to do that. I'll be able to do that next Tuesday, but there's a lot of great rewards left. There's still two slots left to be on the last comedy film nerd show. There's a tour of Starburns, there's an afternoon with Graham Elwood. He'll teach you some martial arts, he'll teach you surfing. There's the full digital library of right. Starburns, and uh, there's some great add ons where if it funds, then you'll be able to add. Um, Some actually stuff after we close the Comedy Film Nerd store, we could actually kind of make it live on a little bit through the Kickstarter so people could buy the uh, Long Gone Far Away, the Earbuds DVD, uh, excuse me, the Earbuds, uh, yeah, the Earbuds DVD, and then the book, Comedy Film Nerds Guide to Movies. So those physical items we can still add on to the Kickstarter pledges at the end if it funds I'm using a new system where we can actually add the CFN stuff on, like like if people missed it, uh, you can get it there. So... I'm going to read the, uh, the latest comments, and I uh, appreciate every one of you guys. This is from Hans Emil Carlson. Point of order. I hope that Colleen has found her way to the angriest bunch of fucksticks on Kickstarter. May her confusion never subside. Furthermore, I would like to thank you for a decade worth of fantastic content. Sincerely yours, Ropespear McCockwagon. <laughs> <laughs> If you guys remember, we had a very uh, successful uh, um, little campaign uh, for long gone far away, where we would make a a, a, um, a cursy word, and you guys would make sentences into it. And this is uh, a little good trip to run down you. cursy memory lane. There you go, cock wagon. <laughs> And uh, Samantha Streeter, I heard this about your conversation. I heard about this uh, from your conversation on tea with Alice. Good luck getting to your goal. These campaigns are such roller coasters, indeed. Be kind to yourself along the way. That is good advice. I rarely do that. I'd rather self-care. be a, yes, self care, Chris. Yes, I'd rather obsess for another seven days. So that's uh, this is good advice for sure. Um, and this next one is from uh, Teresa Verite, long time, long time
0: fan. fan. Thank you, Teresa. The, um, You've been wonderful. Well, guys,
1: it's been a fun ride. I've been a fan since the beginning. i would really miss hearing your show every week, as well as the spoiler apps and the monthly, weekly movie. Review weekly, monthly updates. Yours has always been a favorite podcast of mine. I look forward to following your future projects. Thank you for sharing the last 10 years of your lives with us. Sending love and best wishes from New York for a successful campaign. Cheers. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you so Very much. Uh, from Elaine Van Berger. Thanks for all the years of awesome content. My local cinema is the one on the other side of the world that you came to visit for a Star Wars movie. So I often think of CFN when I go there. Aww. Good luck with your next adventures. Thank you so much, Elaine. That was Elaine. such a cool experience. That was really cool. Yeah, I just, those are the those trips like I'll never forget. Ever. It's uh, shooting the movie and then going to see Star Wars. And then we got being interviewed by Australian television, by the crazy Americans who flew yeah. to see Star Wars in Australia. And uh, from Jeffrey McDermott thanks for the years of content Chris and Graham we'll miss you guys CFN has given me hours of entertainment over the years and I can all I can give in return is this shitty limerick there was once two podcasters from LA who went to the movies then had a lots to say for foreign films they were curious but always concluded they are no fast and furious. <laughs> No, the world is sadder because they've gone away.
0: <laughs> Aww, that's very
3: sweet, Jeffrey. <laughs> you
1: guys are great. Um, and, uh, you know, I really appreciate it. I'm really hoping to go out and win on this Kickstarter. We do have some, sp- some uh, ground to cover. But if you look at a 10 years, you know, a $20 campaign, the $20 or a $30 gift, that's about, or a, can- or a pledge, that's maybe $2 a year for 10 years there of free go. content. There yeah, it it's, uh, it's still a bargain. And you get a book. So please check it out. Go to Rise of the Kung, Go to Kickstarter.com and type in Rise of the Kung Fu Dragon Master. Or you could go to ComedyFilmNerds.com and click on the link there. Thanks again. As always, could not do this without you and appreciate the support you guys have given over the years. It means the world to me for real. All right. And a DVD and Blu-ray, ready or not. This was that horror movie... About this girl that was meeting this, uh, her rich fiance's family, and she could only marry him if he survived. Remember, oh, they, this yeah, is where yeah. they, they hunted they, her. I uh, didn't get a chance to see this movie, but it looked fun. Looked interesting. So, it
0: was like a hide and seek to the death.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> Which is what I'm going to do this weekend. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, on DVD and Blu ray, The Goldfinch. Uh, this movie was terrible. You want to see a terrible movie? See the Goldfinch. It I was heard. it was an absolute mess. And it was being positioned of like, this is the Oscar movie. You're gonna you're gonna love these performances. And it yeah, was a mess from based start on a to major finish. book. I know, I know. It it made me curious to read the book just to see how much they got wrong and how they, they must they just have just like yeah.
0: made egregious errors with it.
1: Yeah, yeah, like didn't get it. Like didn't really understand it. And uh um, like what happened with that HBO movie Fahrenheit 451? When they oh oh you completely missed the uh, the point of the book and every single scene you've changed. So <laughs> that makes real sense. Um, yeah, because yeah, because clearly Ray Bradbury doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> no, <you laughs> nice, work. Show that. nice work, nice uh, work. So, in premiering this week, the Aeronauts. Um, this movie, I, it's one of those movies I don't know who it's for. It's the you know again. It's you're not I'm not going to appeal to you, Stephanie, at all because it's in a hot air balloon in the uh, I think late 1800s. So it's forget way
2: it. too many things. Maybe yeah. more things I'm yeah. not going <laughs> to like about it than that trailer.
0: I'm guessing you're probably yep. you're just not a fan of hot air balloons. No, mm-hmm.
2: no, hate them, hate them.
0: And, and it's this weird.
1: Yeah,
2: Stephanie decidedly
1: anti hot air yeah.
2: balloon. <laughs> yeah, you have you met me?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like they took one of I've those my movies. Twitter profile. Yeah. <laughs> No hot air balloons. No DMs. So, <laughs> Somebody
0: uh, rent one for the final show.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: just so we can give rides for Stephanie.
1: So th- th- this is, I saw the trailer and I'm watching, I'm like, I don't know who this movie is for. Like it's, it's it, first it starts out, it's a period piece. And it's always that like, uh, that one scientist or explorer, like no one will fund me, but I know I'm right. <laughs> and, uh, and really all he's trying to do is get higher up in an air balloon than anyone's ever been. And it <laughs> makes the shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm fucking, like, who gives a shit? I'm like, those are the stakes. Is Stephanie's. Like, oh, yeah.
0: now no, yeah, I yeah, hate
1: yeah. hot air balloons. Yeah, and then they're shooting it. Like, I mean,
2: like, go sightseeing in one fine. But <laughs> yeah, why are why yeah. are you competitive hot, hot air ballooning? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it, it's like, yeah, relax.
1: It's like dramatizing like it's a game. Um, a game of lawn darts. You know, it's like right, well, this right. is going to be amazing. Right, and like, right, oh, there's right. so much danger involved. Right. Someone could die. Yeah, and and, and that's <laughs> a really, lot would have to go wrong. So, so they so we're watching this trailer, and I'm like, how are they going to make this interesting? And every time they try, it just really feels forced. Like they're on the hot air balloon. I'm like, oh, it's we can't get the valve open. It's it's freezing. We're too high up. What are we going to do? And it, I feel like go it's. Did you remember that movie? They're not
2: skydiving. Do you remember yeah, that exactly. movie? Um, <laughs>
1: Open water.
2: Lower that the a whole bit.
1: thing was like these two people trapped in the water, oh, and then it was about was them movie, them though. trying to uh, that you know them trying to avoid like the, the sharks. I really felt like, well, we got to make that open water feel, but in the 1800s in a hot air balloon with only two actors. <laughs> oh great, I'm like God, that's perfect. yeah, that's um, I don't know how we're gonna do that. And uh, so
0: it's only 1800s, so they got dumb hats and mustaches. Oh, oh yes. the family's is breaking, <laughs> old man! Like oh, I'm going seven.
1: to go around the world in eighty days no, in this balloon. Oh, who
0: cares?
1: Uh, so, Just wait for airplanes. Wins.
2: See, I love so, you guys now. Now yeah. we can all go to the <laughs> movies together. <laughs>
1: so I, this is fascinatingly um, <laughs> misguided, is the best word I can think of for this because it's it's one of those movies that a never should have happened because th- th- what you're trying to make compelling isn't compelling at all, and then b it's like, well, who's your audience? Oh, I don't think you know. You made the movie anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> one
0: studio has one kid that's really into right. air balloons. Yeah, air balloons like we, like,
1: oh, we got to right, light right. this movie. This yeah, he, kids he, are gonna love air balloons. Yeah. No, yeah. Not. yeah, he just read twenty. He just read eighty, 80 around the world in eighty days. Because we they make went this on movie.
2: one because they had a on, yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. They were
2: in Sedona
0: for a weekend and they went. <clears> like, right. like,
1: this should be a movie. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, so the next. Movie is another one that we'll all be avoiding this weekend. Playmobil the movie, and what? talk about uh, cash grab. was like, well, look, about. look, uh, look how much money Lego made. We should, we uh, should make it on uh, Playmobil. We should make like a movie. like the
2: emojis the movie. Yes, pretty oh, much. That yeah. was a horrible oh. assault. Yeah. I on can't my believe senses.
1: you saw. Auto
0: correct the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: so terrible. Yeah, and this is uh, this is where I, I'm thankful that my kids are a little older now. No one yeah. in the household is going to be bugging me to see the Playmobil Mm-mm. movie. Or the aeronauts. So Fantastic. I think we're. I think we're. Now good.
2: at my house, we're watching uh, 90 Day Fiance.
1: Mm.
2: That's where my 12 year old, 12. They're 12 my and 15 deal. now.
1: Yeah. So all right, that is our show, Graham this is the, tell people to listen so to my podcast yeah, it's yeah, called for
0: crying out loud and where mm-hmm. else can people find you online and yeah, other yeah. things you're doing and what are your future
1: plans stephanie
2: i'm uh my five-year plan <laughs> is to come up with some good tweets on twitter <laughs> at s wilder taylor but for crying out loud is my main podcast you've been yeah. doing that a long time uh yeah as long as you guys wow 10 mm-hmm. years um and then i also do rose pricks which is a recap of the bachelor
1: yes Nice.
2: Very Snarky with Ronnie Karam from Watch What Crappens. And then uh, I also have another podcast called Sword and Skill Rewind. But anywho, who, I'm thinking about starting one about 90 Day Fiance. So <laughs> go on the Comedy Film Nerds Facebook page and tell me if you think that I should do that.
3: Oh, All yeah. Right. If you'll
2: if you'll listen, do
0: it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. A little uh, feedback. Listen if we're crying out loud. We've both been on it. Yeah, it's a great yeah. show. Fun show. Mm-hmm. Very it's fun. Been doing it a long time. So um,
1: and slowly built up over the years too. It's been great. I mean, yeah. I've seen the trajectory. You guys have just gone up and up with that show.
2: A lot of people love our Facebook group. Mm -hmm. It's called the Reel It In page, and people complain about other people. It's basically (laughs) like me, but a lot of me. (laughs) Complain about movies about hot air ballooning. (laughs) Complain about costumes. (laughs) Talk about podcasts we like. Talk about air. Yeah. It's a community. Yeah. Complain about our husbands.
1: Yeah, it's fun. Community
0: of anti-hot ballooners. Yes. Outstanding. Mm -hmm. We'll check that out. It's a bigger
1: group than you think. It is.
0: They're kind of like flat earthers. Yeah. (laughs) I can't get enough of Flat Earthers. Well, They're so fantastic. I'll
1: tell you, you'll never see one in a hot air balloon. Oh,
3: you won't.
2: <laughs> well, I'm sad this is going to be my last show with you guys. It has been really fun over the years. I never well, laugh as much you. as I do guesting on your show. Mm-hmm. So thanks,
0: you guys. I love this podcast. Well, we love having you. We always laugh our asses off when we're on the show. Mm-hmm. So when you come on, so it's it's great. Thanks for being on it for all these years and everything. Thank you. So mm-hmm. folks, join us December 12th. Um, it is the last show uh, we have two more episodes next week and then uh, December 12th so uh, go to unless Dynasty. you guys can rally and get the Kickstarter and
1: fund, that's and it then there's
3: gonna be another then one thing
0: um, so uh, join us December 12th and it's gonna be all these cool you know, there's gonna be some p- potential drop-ins from some fancy people uh, mm-hmm. we're getting some some of that business some secret special guests are gonna pop in you never know, songs might be sung. You never know what's going to happen. So- uh, Will there be a
1: reception afterwards, Graham? There will so be So we can reception. hang out and Absolutely. mingle with the you fans? You can
0: hang out all night. We're gonna mm-hmm. be a Dynasty typewriter having a party, um, celebrating 10 years of doing this show. So uh, we really hope you can make it, even if you just come at the end towards the The show will go till about 10 or 10.30, the actual podcast, and then we'll, we'll stay there till, you know, probably 12 or 1 celebrating, so come at any point.
1: And we want to thank all you guys, too. We've gotten emails and, and tweets that people are flying in. We really appreciate that. That's yeah. really cool. So
0: it'll be a lot of fun. And, um, and of course, uh, my tour dates, uh, December 13th, um, I'm at the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club, the 14th doing the Sycamore Tavern, and all my 2020 tour dates are at GrahamElwood.com. All right. That is the show. That's it. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Aaron Brungart. Um, Thank you, Matt Damon, for lying about your height. (laughs) Uh, My name is Graham Elwood.
1: And I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han Han shot first. first.